Welcome to Psyched with Sherelle Hicks and Carrie Nickel. Uh, produced and broadcast by Zeus Radio Network for Hear Women Talk. Happy Friday to you, Sherelle. Happy Friday. Woo, I can't hear you, girlfriend. Let me turn my, my sound up. How you doing? What's going on, girl? Can you hear me now? Yeah, I'm turning you up. I'm working on it. Is it me or is it you? I ask Dustin. <laughs> ask the brains of this operation. Dustin, do I need to turn turn up my mic? My mic sounds nice. Check one. My <laughs> mic sounds nice. Check two. What about now, Dustin? <sighs> hey, mic sounds fine. Yeah, baby. Uh, Carol, I'm sitting here with a backache. Man, loving every minute of it. God just reminded God reminded me this week that you know you're not as young as you think you are, Carrie. (laughs) 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 Thank you, God. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah, he does that to us every now and then. I've had that to happen to me a couple of times. (laughs) I'm not digging it. No more squats for Carrie. That's all right. Are you going to the doctor? No, I haven't gone to the doctor yet. No. Mm. You know, because I got a feeling there's not a whole lot they can do for me. But, you know, if I'm still feeling like this next week, I'm sure I'll be laying on somebody's table. So. Yeah, what about a chiropractor? I know a great chiropractor out there in your area. Do you really? Oh, yes. Yeah, and he's holistic too. He does acupuncture. He does all of that kind of stuff. He's good. Yeah, I had a friend who used to go get regular acupuncture treatments, and she swore by him. She used to carry a lot of stress around in her neck and her back, and used to give her a lot of bad headaches. And she started going getting some acupuncture, and it made a lot of difference for her. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, but no more, you know, so I've been, have not been able to go to the gym ever since I did this to my back. I guess it was Tuesday morning. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I'm not digging that. I miss it. I'll tell you what, I got a heck of a lot more stuff done this week, though. <laughs> Cause well, I have it. good. Well, yeah, that is good. So, and you know, and I thought about it too. Maybe this is, you know, God's way of saying you need to slow the hell down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm usually running around like a maniac. So I haven't been able to do that this week. Um, you know. So is it lower back, middle back, upper back? Lower. It's lower back. Hmm. Yep. Uh-huh. Nice, huh? Well, you know I got my little, you, you can heal your book life. I know. Uh, I thought book, it was. <laughs> <laughs> so if you'd like, i Look, I've flipped to the page now that's dealing with the back issue. Would you like to know what the book said? <laughs> sure, tell me what the book says. The good book. Well, the, the good book of Louisa Hay. <laughs> yeah. She says, lack of emotional support, feeling unloved, holding back love. You should say, I love and approve of myself. Life supports and loves me. Oh, I like that. Oh, I I think that's. So maybe if you just keep chanting that, it'll feel better. I'll tell you what, I've been thinking about the fact that I really just need to sort of sit in some peace and start meditating and trying to send some, some positive energy to that area, some sort of healing energy to that area. I've been reading that Mm -hmm. book, Eat, Pray, Love. Have you read this book yet? Mm -mm. 
Oh, girl, I have been digging it, and I've been trying to read it slowly because I have loved it so much, and I know that when I'm finished, I'm just going to mourn the end of this book. But the second section, she, she divides it into three different sections based on where she is at the time. So the first part, she's in Italy. The second part, she's in India. And it's all about her being in an ashram for four months, uh, the second part when she's in India. And it talks a lot about meditation and how powerful that, mm-hmm. that is in her life and how it really helps her to come to a place of peace. And, you know, I believe in it wholeheartedly. Um, not that I you know, exercise those beliefs as much as I should. I don't slow down enough to do that, but I think meditation can be very helpful. So one day <laughs> I'm going hmm. to make some time and I'm going to sit down and find some peace with myself and send some send some positive healing energy to my back maybe this weekend. Mm-hmm. i got a, got a lot going on this weekend, but I need to, uh, I need to quit gimping around like a 90-year-old woman. Man, this is not... This is not fun. But, I, you know, mm. we talk a lot about the connection between our mind and our bodies. And I, I, I've i seen it and I've read so many studies that talk about, you know, people who have cancer or other, um, you know, life-threatening illnesses and the difference it makes when, you know, based on their attitudes in terms of their recovery. And uh, it's just amazing. So, you know... We need to use, you know, they say we only use what percentage of our brain, like 30% of our brain. Mm-hmm. And I think and I think that's a large part of the, the brain that we don't use. I mean, we don't tap into its, into its full power, you know. Mm-hmm. So. I agree. At least not in a positive way. <laughs> a lot of us tap mm-hmm. into, the, into the negative power, but not necessarily the positive power. So how has your week been, girl? Uh, good. good. I can't complain. Good. I, um, I practice a lot of positive thinking and speaking this week. Um, good. The book, the book that I'm reading, um, she is encouraging us to take shoulds out of our, yep. our vocabulary. Oh, yes. And it talks about, um, should is a, a word that, you know, when I'm talking to somebody and I oh, I should do this or I should do that and should really uh, let me let me say should have should have only creates guilt and disappointment in yourself right and yeah. also the word have to I have to go to the grocery store I have to go to work changing that to I choose to go to the grocery store for I need to feed my family yeah. I choose to go to today for um, I need to make money to pay my bills. Yep. And so I've been, you know, just kind of changing the way that I speak. Yes. And you can already feel a change when you go from I have to to I, I, I would like to, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You can feel a difference in that. It just feels like less pressure. I have to, I have to, I have to, or I, I would like to, you know. Um, and that other word. What? There's an, another word, the but. The but, but, B-U-T, the but. Not right. doing the but. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ow, but thing, but thing. Ow. <laughs> no, 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 not that one. No, 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 no. I'm talking about. <laughs> you know, when, you know, like 
<laughs> Reminds me of a line that in that you probably haven't seen this movie. It's Pee Wee Herman's Big Adventure. <laughs> and there's some guy in the movie. Huh? I said, of course I've seen Pee Wee. Oh, all right. So there's a line What's in the movie. That? Well, he goes, somebody keeps saying something and they say, but, but. And he's like, everybody I know has a really big butt. <laughs> 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 but anyway, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> well, you give yourself conflicting messages, you know, like when I'm working with my clients and, and I'm having them to, you know, talk something positive about themselves or give each other a compliment. They'll say, oh, you did a really good job this week, but, and right. that just tears the whole thing down. Yep. So, you know, moving away from those those words uh, and trying to change the way that I think it, because I, I feel like if I'm going to teach people this, i I got to have it down pat myself, you know? Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Good job, So. Sarah. Yeah, I'm working. Always uh, I'm moving towards the light. Yes, we're a work in progress. A work in progress. Absolutely. We are. So, are are we ready to do the uh, happiness pursuit for today? Absolutely, girl. You roll on. Okay. Here we go. All right. <laughs> happiness isn't being complacent. And not focusing on goals. It doesn't mean that you give up striving for what you do want. It doesn't mean that you are giving up. It simply means that while you are not where you want to be, you are still working towards your future goals. Mm-hmm. It kind of goes back to what we just said. We're all a work in progress. Mm-hmm. You may not necessarily be where you want to be, but as long as you're still striving and moving forward, you know, can't get mad at that. Just got to keep so, it moving. To my folks out there with the depressive symptoms, don't give up. Keep moving towards the light. Absolutely. Keep it, it going. Like, um, it's time for us to have a break, and when we come back, we have a caller that's waiting. Awesome. Welcome back to Psych with Carrie and Sherelle. We are here with our guests. We have a guest on the line. But uh, before we get started, uh, Dustin, go ahead and bring Michael in. Um, today, I would like to broach the subject. I had a uh, client to, uh, this week who uh, struggled with uh, understanding why her husband was into porn. And so, you know, I never really thought about it because um, I don't get into porn. And I, I, my philosophy is be happy, whatever makes you happy. But when you're in a relationship and you have a mate that feels uncomfortable about their partner watching porn, <clears throat> I mean, where do you go from there? I mean... Is that a problem? Is porn a problem? Can somebody help me here? <laughs> Personally, I think it can be a problem if it's a problem for one of the people in the relationship. Um, uh-huh. You know, some people have a problem with it and some people don't. I mean, I know some folks who feel completely comfortable going with their boyfriends or spouses or significant others or whatever to 
strip clubs and sort of getting into that. I think what I I feel, you know, from what I've seen other people bring into my office and just with friends and, and that generally um, if it's hidden and if somebody sort of keeps it, you know, sort of subversive with it, um, then that's when I really have noticed that people have a problem with it. Um, for example, the friend, one of my friends who is one of the, the folks that's real open-minded about it and, and will go to strip clubs and stuff with boyfriends or whatever, she had a real problem one time. She was married, and this was several years ago. This was a long time ago, actually. And she was married to a guy, and she kept discovering that he had porn hidden throughout the house. And she had a real problem with it, and it became a big issue, and it kind of exploded, and they split up. But on the on the flip side, you know, she's the same one that, you know, that indulged in it with someone. So I think it really kind of depends. Hmm. What do you think, Michael? I think um, two things could have happened. Hey. They could have been into it from the beginning, and she got out of it. Or B, their love life took a downward spiral, and he got into it. You see what I'm saying? I mean, most people, they generally like the same thing when they're together. I say generally, because nobody's going to like everything. But if he's addicted to it that much, and she's upset by it, Nine times out of ten, that sex life is taking a nosedive. So he's trying to substitute with the porn, which is crazy in itself. But I guess it's way safer than sleeping with somebody else. But they split up anyway, so maybe the porn really got to her. You know, she was like, why are you fantasizing about these women other than me? Which she failed to see that we, as people, do that every day. I mean, everybody sees somebody in bed. She's nice looking, or he's cute. He's got a nice butt. You know, you hear it all day long. So maybe she was a little selfish in the aspect that she wanted all that attention to be on her instead of somebody else. Okay. Well, well, suppose, just suppose they are having great sex and he just uses this as his pastime because. He's a man, and he's just uh, uh, has a high sex drive. Well, then they it shouldn't be any problem. But what I'm saying is this: the problem is not the form, because as you said, she'll go somewhere else with somebody, and she's comfortable with. It. It's the problem of him doing it without her. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The form's not the issue, because she'll venture to these places with somebody else. The issue is him dealing with the porn without her. So she doesn't like to be left out, basically, of whatever mm-hmm. his sexual fantasies are. She feels like she should be involved in it. And obviously, his sex drive is high enough, or his personal needs are extremely high, where he has that burden to kind of at both ends. But like I say, it could have been worse. It could have been two or three different women. I guess he took the safest route. She's just upset that she's not included. But a lot of mm-hmm. women would sit back and say, so what? He likes the porn. 
I'm getting mine just like he's getting his, and we're happy in the bedroom. So what difference does it make? Actually, the porn is a facilitator for the love. You see what I'm saying? I, I see. Mm-hmm. Well, it, well, it becomes an issue for me when people take it on as there's something wrong with me. And that's where my issue comes in. And, you know, I am so into people being happy and doing what they want to do and what they need to do. I just don't like the fact that this person is feeling like I'm not enough, I'm not pretty enough. I'm, it, it, that whole self-esteem thing, you know, kind of gets under my skin a little bit. Mm-hmm. But it can muck with people's self-esteem. It sure can. And I can, I have seen that too where, you know, clients will discover their partner or whatever is, is looking at porn and they do often feel like it, it's a statement that, that they are not enough or their partner is not attracted enough to them. So, let's see. It, it looks like we have a couple other callers that may want to get in on this issue. Yeah, thank you, Michael. You're welcome here. Yeah, yeah you, you have a good rest of the day. We got two other callers waiting, so we're going to um, jump in there and talk to them. And if you feel compelled, please call us back. I sure will, Deb. And once again, thank you for your insight and your wisdom. Well, okay. Thank you very much for having me. And I'm going to make this a great, outstanding day. Trust me. Fantastic. Okay. Hey, we have Keisha on the line. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome. Welcome. Good morning, ladies. How are you today? Doing awesome. Hope you are. I definitely am here in Raleigh enjoying this beautiful weather. I am listening to your radio station and find this topic most interesting. Um, and if I may just continue my, my opinion, I think that there are so many ways that we can improve on relationships and building um, and understanding of each other outside of pornography. Um, when we start to implement different things and different options in our relationship, I think it creates a problem um, to one or the other spouse. Someone is definitely going to feel insecure and someone always is going to feel like they don't quite measure up because he's looking at a different person or a different body shape or a different style. Um, and relationships and getting to know each other, you should get to know the person that is in front of you and not get to know a person that you see visually on TV. I think that men are so influenced by what they see um, that they succumb to the lust of what they see and looking deeper um, into that person than they should. Sometimes if we focus on one thing at a time, if we have a female that piques our interest and he focus on just that one female and try to get to know her and appreciate the beauty in her, it makes it a little easier for the female to appreciate him and accept all the things that he has um, to offer, whether it's in his closet or whether it's open. Um, we are a little bit more susceptible for, to honesty than we are to something that's hidden. I personally don't agree with uh, pornography in a relationship because I just feel like it opens up Pandora's box. And once Pandora's box is open, it's really difficult to close it, particularly if you're just supporting this man um, through what he's going through and you don't necessarily agree with what he's doing. But because you care for him and because you have that interest in him, we sometimes 
um, go along with the program. And then when the program becomes too complicated, it makes it difficult to get out of. Um, it is a little intimidating. The world right now um, shows Ben, Kirby, certain looks, certain shapes as what's beautiful and what's not. And it's really not fair to a woman um, if her man is looking at other options and instead of her. You know, it's, it's kind of difficult. So I would rather not introduce porn in my relationship, and I certainly wouldn't, um, you know, judge anybody for having it. But personally, I think I could make my life and my sex life exciting. Of course, you see um, different men and women that are attractive, but just find a beauty in yourself as a woman. If your man is watching porn and these women um, are of higher status or quality as far as body shapes and looks, appreciate yourself. Um, sometimes men have issues that they have to work on and it has nothing directly um, to do with you. It's just their personal issue. They could be lonely and you just tell them, hey, look, you got me now. Why don't we try some of these things that you're interested in um, and see if you can kind of role play to pique his interest and kind of get him out of pornography. But if you have a man who interested in pornography, he's going to be interested in it, whether in your face or whether out. Um, so... I think just accepting each other and being really pick particular about who you choose for your life is key. Um, mm -hmm. The Bible said, be ye not transformed of the world. Um, so you don't want to be doers of the world, but you want to be doers of things that you and your lover can do and enjoy each other and entice each other in. And I think that should work out better. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. That's my opinion. Well, awesome. Thank you so much for sharing. I think there's a lot of people out there who would agree with you. Wow, this is a hot topic. We have... Another caller. <laughs> I'm Thank not sure. You, Keisha. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you very much, Keisha. Who have we got on the line? Welcome to Psyched. I'm not sure who it is we're holding for. Big is it Big Al? Ah, it's Hakeem. Hi, Hakeem. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. How you doing? Uh, I was going to comment to uh, that lady just uh, hang up the phone. I think uh -huh. uh, she said she said all of you know because when you really you're in a relationship and then you, you you love your man to watch a porno you know or maybe y'all watch a porno together sometimes you just don't look all those things you gotta be keep play your part the best you can because first of all only the key you know they the one Whatever is she going on about your, you know, sex activity between relationship with your hot, you know, your boyfriend or your husband, the happiness starts for you because if you play your part the way it's supposed to be, I don't think your men can go outside and looking for other women or even if he was watching the porno, I don't think uh, it was um, possible like uh, pick up something and look like uh, he's not pay attention with you as long as you was playing your part. I mean, happiness... So it, it, almost sounds like, it almost sounds like you're saying that, that men will turn to porn because maybe their women aren't doing their jobs in terms of pl pleasuring them in well, the yeah. bedroom. Is that what you're saying? He said playing exactly. her part. Yeah, that's what I mean. Playing her part. You got a role to play there, baby girl. You got a role to play, baby. Well, you know, and I think a lot of men, I mean, 
to me, that sort of sounds like a cop out. Like, I, I guess I feel like if if a woman, you know, in a relationship, if there are some deficits in the bedroom, then they need to be talked about. If you're going to turn to porn because maybe your partner's not fulfilling your desires, then that sort of that's not fixing the problem. That's sort of creating another problem, in, in addition mm-hmm. to the one you've already got, right? So exactly. I, I understand what you're saying, and and I do, you know, and I do think that that's probably got a lot to do with maybe why people turn to that. But I, I certainly don't see it as being a a productive and positive solution. But we very much appreciate your call, Hakeem, and I think it's time for us to take a break. And when we come back with more psyched, we'll continue this conversation. Welcome back to Sight with Carrie and Sherelle, where we've been talking about some good old porno and doing your part in your relationship. Thank you, really, Hockey. Yeah, really. You have really grabbed onto this whole idea of doing your part, haven't you, Sherelle? Yeah, doing your part. And I was oh, okay, so that's why I'm single, because I ain't doing my part. <laughs> oh, Sherelle, have I a have really had a revelation here. I have a hard time to believe you ain't doing your part, girl. <laughs> you I ain't just playing thought that your was role. so cute. <laughs> and you know, everybody has their opinion, and I hear what he's saying. He's saying, "Do your doing your part." Mm-hmm. And if for any reason you're not doing your part, I'm gonna go watch some porno. Mhm, mhm. Yeah, yeah. You gotta, you gotta uh, do you. You do <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> That's something my friend Miguel used to say. <laughs> Where is he? Send him down, Big Al. Hey, hey. Hey, Al. What's, What's going, going on? on? How y'all? How y'all doing today? Yeah, that was my topic, boy. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's very interesting that y'all keep. I keep hearing a lot of men watch porn, men do porn. You women watch a lot of porn. They do. They do. In fact, I read a lot of. First of all, I I know personally, my wife likes porn better than I do. Al. I'm probably one of the few men that don't even have a porn collection. Are you serious? Yeah, my wife likes porn. I I can I can live without it personally. But you take it for for me for me porn is strictly entertainment. It's not like. I build my relationship. God knows I wouldn't want one of them women chasing my child. Some of the things I see being done, but <laughs> at the same time, it doesn't take, it, I don't think it takes or make the relationship. You know, it's just, it's just strictly entertainment. You get in there, you get in there, you fantasize about what's going on. Some of you learn new moves from that. You're like, well, that's interesting. So it not only is <laughs> you know, it entertaining, so, but it's educational. <laughs> But you get yeah, and you go back to where you say doing your part. You be like, well, you know, I wouldn't want. But but when you find a person that's hiding this, I think that's hiding pornography from their significant other, then I think that can be a problem. Right. But if you know that your person, it, it, whether you condone it or or not, is you know, they gonna do they gonna do them. <laughs> you know, they gonna watch for they gonna watch for it with or without you. But I think it's when you. When you find a person that's hiding it, and, you know, sneaking around the house and getting up at three or four in the morning while you sleep and watching porn, then I think that that can become a problem in the relationship. 
Let me so, ask you this, Alex. All women are not curvy. They got they got big girl porn. They got big butt porn. They got, you know what I mean? <laughs> they got it all. So let me all, ask all you. Let me, let me ask you a question, Alec. If if you think like okay, say a couple is together and the woman says, "Hey, I got a problem with porn. I would really appreciate it if you would, um, you know, uh, understand my sensitivity to this and not engage in this." Do you think that that is possible? Do you think it would be possible for a guy to say, "Hey, you know, I'm going to respect how you feel," and and well, not? If you can't think anything about the woman. I would think that he would respect her feelings and not personally like do it around her. Or, but then, when like you say, once again, when you go into hiding it, then it's going to become a problem. Right. So that means that that if, if you're that much into porn, then that person that's not into porn is really not for you. Mm-hmm. Because if a person, if you do it. That's like you say, I do drugs and my wife don't. Mm-hmm. And if she doesn't want me doing drugs and you got to go out and hide, that relationship soon is going to fall. Right, yep. That, 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 that's automatic, you know what I mean? So it's something as simple as that. I'm, you know, I'm, it's not, well, it's not, it doesn't take a rocket science for that. Huh? Let me ask you this, and just thinking about what Carrie just said, and, and that was so nicely put about you know, not really caring for it, and is it possible for him to let it go? So if he can't let it go or don't want to let it go, would we consider that cheating? I don't think it's necessarily cheating. It's being dishonest, but it's not cheating. I mean, there's right. a difference between cheating, is, to me, is like a physical act. Just because you watch porn or, like, uh, I believe it was the first color right there, Mike or, or, or the other guy, you're saying everybody walk around and you look at someone that you think, I wonder what that person's like to me. That's not cheating to me. I heard a preacher one morning on TV say something about fornication. If you if you think about or lust about, that's considered cheating. I, I don't think so. Right. I think the act itself is, is a form of cheating. Or as far as going to touch or physical physical contact, that's to me, that's cheating. Right. If you think it in okay. your mind, hell, we all cheated. But you know, you know I, I mean? think we've all, we've all cheated. But I think that you I mean, know what I, I've like, heard. I like from... a slice of, I like ham and cheese. You know what I mean? Somebody else might like the bologna. You know. <laughs> but what I <laughs> think is that most w- women, I think that I've talked to who, who do have, you know, who are sensitive about this, I think they do feel that way. I think that's how it mm-hmm. feels to them is that if they've asked, mm-hmm. you know, their partner to please don't do this because I guess they feel like, you know, if the man is indulging having these sexual fantasies and sort of masturbating, thinking about having sex with these other women, then that to them mm-hmm. feels the same to them as it would if he were actually physically with someone, you know. So I've heard that a lot. Maybe they should make a point with him then. Yeah. You know what I mean? They didn't allow him to watch that. You know, there's, yeah. all, there's all avenues of, 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 of if you want to stay with that person and be complete with that person, then make one. You yeah. Know what I mean? It, 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 it go there. But at the same time, too, all porn doesn't 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 uh, justify masturbation as well either. Right. You know? Just because you watch porn don't make you don't think you have to masturbate. Right. I mean, like I say, I'm looking porn for entertainment. I watched uh, something was on last night. Uh, <laughs> like I said, I got HBO. Real, se- real sex came on, and I'm flicking through the channel. Now here it is, uh, eleven o'clock. There's nothing on either the news. I don't see news at ten. So I started watching the real sex. For me, it's like entertaining, 
And it's also education because you can learn a lot of things about your woman. Right. A well, lot of men a, don't really even little... know. A lot of men, uh, and when I say, I say all of us studs and think that we can do this and be putting it down, we don't be doing nothing. Because the average man, I'll say 80% of the men population don't even have a clue about you women. Mm-hmm. Don't know right. about your G-spots, don't know what really turns you on, don't know how to, how to handle your breath. Uh, it, it's, we think we be doing it all. Oh, I'm hey, put a gown man. on Hallelujah, ass. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I watched my my second son be born. And when I seen my man come up out of there, I knew, hell, I wasn't doing nothing. I'm all right, but I wasn't <laughs> doing nothing that. He weighed like seven pounds, four pounds. I wasn't doing none of that. So <laughs> we as men don't have a clue about you women. So you need to sometimes, sometimes you need to watch porn to get an education. You know what I mean? Yeah. On how to treat your woman or what to do to a woman. Yeah. You know, so it's not all just on masturbation and, and self-preservation where you think uh, your, your self-esteem is low. Oh, why are you watching porn? You got me here. I got you here. That's why I'm watching porn. <laughs> I want to learn what to do with you so I can keep you. Because that's what the next man might know what he's doing. Uh, that's that's a great. That's about birdie. <laughs> well, thank you so much for your call, Al. We appreciate your insight and your Always thoughts. Pleasure, ladies. Always a pleasure. You have an awesome weekend, yep. hon. And likewise, uh, bye bye. Thank you. Bye. We have Will Holding who wants to join the conversation with us this morning. Will you there? Yes, I'm here. How you doing, Cheryl? How you doing, Carrie? Doing well, thanks. Hi. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, um, I just want to interject on this. All the callers have some good, great points um, along the way, but I think the whole conversation of porn or anything or relationships it goes a little bit deeper. You know, connecting with your mate. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, mm-hmm. talking to them and interacting with them and identifying likes and dislikes whether it's porn or whatever, going to the beach or whatever, just just connecting with them. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where a lot of relationships lack. They lack that connection because once you connect with your partner, you have an idea what their likes and dislikes are. Right. And, if that, and then if that issue does pop up, you know, about porn or whatever, at least you have an open line of communication where you can discuss these issues and work through those problems together or whatever. Right. And so, you know, even just hearing you say that, Will, you strike me as somebody who would be very respectful of your partner in a relationship. Um, you know, to say that, it, you know, you really need to have that open communication. What that also says, <clears throat> excuse me, is that if your partner said that to you, that you would be very respectful of that. But not not everybody is. <laughs> and so whoever you're going out with is a lucky woman. But not not that many guys out there really would... You know, they might hear what their partner says, but they not, may not necessarily follow through with that, you know. But I appreciate well, what you've said. Um, well, and I, 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 thought, I thought it was some valuable information because I was just listening to the callers and I was just identifying things they were saying. And a lot of points they present there is great. But then again, you know, like I said, for that actual connection is where we actually are missing the uh, mark because, um, um, you know, talking and, and discussing certain things, I mean, it makes the whole idea of dating or being married greater. I mean, right. whether it's a bill or 
purchasing something or whatever, when you sit down at the round table each and every month or whatever and discuss, you know, how we're going to solve this problem, how we get from point A to point B or whatever, all those type of things is that open line of communication. And like, granted, you know, in marriages, whatever, somebody may go out and buy something, not tell the spouse or whatever. I mean, right. that, to me, that's totally wrong. I, I right. think that individuals should discuss everything. And, and, right. and, you know, in their quiet time, they should be able to discuss, you know, the intimacy, you know, right. to, you know, you know, to one another. And I think, you know, it'd be more fulfilling for the relationship or the marriage in that capability. Absolutely. I have to agree. Well, Will, I, I just want to ask you this. The the other caller, Hakeem, said something about doing your part. Did you hear that? And yes, if you're not doing um, your part, then you then the man goes out and starts looking at porn. And that kind of touched me in, in a way there. Because <laughs> sometimes... We not might not be able to do our part. I mean, we have babies, we have cycles, we have hysterectomy. You, sometimes we can't do our part. So does that mean I have to walk around in fear that if I can't do my part, that my man is going to go out and watch porno? Or Definitely should I celebrate Again, you know, that, that he is watching porno and not picking up some floozy who doesn't respect uh, a relationship? What I think, um, Cheryl, in that scenario, I think, you know, some men think a certain way. I'm not that guy in that, in that capability. I look at it like this. Yeah, I'm old school with a new Jack flavor. And what that means what? is chivalry is not dead, okay? Mm. But I understand, understand what's real out here in the world we live in today. Times are changing. They're changing fast. You know, everybody wants their microwave fix. I understand that whole concept. But at the same time, you know, I'm a traditionalist, you know, and and I try to keep things in that perspective. But... My thing is a woman stepping up to the plate. Okay, yeah, men want a woman to be the woman of the household, and most men want to be the men of the household. You know, I know money issues, you know, kind of throw it off a little bit, but my thing, you know, when it comes to the intimacy and what have you, I think, again, the, the, the connection with the woman, if you're a little freaky-dicky or whatever the case may be, talk to the woman or vice versa. You know, if you don't tell her what you like or she don't tell you what she like, how do you expect them to actually know? It's like, you know, they're trying to find the buried treasure. You know what I'm trying to say? Sherelle, and we so have the, found so open... a rare man here. A man yeah. who... <laughs> we have found By a way, rare Terry, man. I'm, I'm single. <laughs> Terry, I'm single, just as you know. <laughs> I've been single for two years. <laughs> I hear you. There are some good men you out got... there, apparently. <laughs> a good one. We I love it. it. Thank you, Will, for calling. Oh, Absolutely. no problem. I enjoy, I enjoy you guys, and I will continue to listen. You guys keep going on. I'm from the Raleigh area, so uh, keep it up. Um, I'm enjoying it, and um, very strong um, topic, very strong topic. Thank you guys have a good day. So Thanks. You do Thank the same. You, sir. Mm. I like that. <laughs> I like that. I like you. Are you seeing <laughs> I guess we need to take a break, Sherelle. Oh, dang. I thought we were on a break. No, we got to go on a break now, girlfriend. We'll be right back with you guys with Worst Psych. <laughs> Welcome back to Psyched with Sherelle Hicks and Carrie Nichols. Talking about porn today, getting lots of feedback about what people think in regard to porn and how it affects folks and their relationships and what their thoughts and feelings are about it just in general. What do you think, Sherelle? You won't care to share your thoughts on this topic, huh? You know, I'm I'm so removed from porn. I mean, I used to be into it like in my early 20s. Now, uh, oh, and don't forget the strippers. I used to love me some strippers, but 
as I have uh, seasoned in my lifetime, it's, it it doesn't move me either way. So you know, I that's one of the reasons why I wanted to bring the topic to the forefront because it's not that I didn't have a level of uh, sympathy for this lady's issue. I'm just so far removed from it. Mm-hmm. But I tell you, when and if I do get into another relationship, that will be asked. That will be asked at the beginning. Are you into porn? And how? How you know? What's your addiction level? You know. And <laughs> so, like, at what point do you think it would be appropriate to ask that question, Cheryl? At what point do you think you're going to get an honest answer, honey? Well, you you might not get an honest answer, but you know, you know, at the beginning with, with me, I'm always talking about stuff. You know, I do relationship therapy and stuff, so I have fun mm-hmm. stuff to get them all involved in talking about stuff that they never even thought that they were going to be talking about. Ooh. So I have my ways of getting information that I want. But I tell you, that Hakeem kind of got my nerves shook, man, when he said doing your part uh, <laughs> because that. <laughs> I'm sure there's a large population of ladies out there that uh, are raising kids, going to work, that's not able to do their part all the time. Right. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. Well, and I think bottom line is when you're in a relationship and you want the relationship to be successful, if your partner has said that anything bothers them, I mean, you, you get a choice as to whether or not you're going to respect that, right? I mean, if someone says to you at the beginning, this is an issue for me, they're giving you information. Then you have a choice as to whether or not you're going to say, okay, I'm going to incorporate that into my behavior and I'm going to be very respectful of this person's feelings. So, But I think once you make that choice, whether yes or no, you need to be true to that choice. And so I think, you know, if you if some, you some know if two people get together and this topic comes up and somebody says, I'm sensitive to this, hey, you know, if, if you tell them I'm going to lay off the porn if it bothers you, then you need to lay off the damn porn. And if you, <laughs> but it's kind of like Al said, with drugs or with anything else. I mean, it's all about to me. It's all about respect. It's about respecting the person right. you're with, and wanting you know wanting your behavior to sort of fall in line with what your goals are in that relationship. And if your goals are to have a happy, harmonious relationship, then damn it, just be respectful, right? It ain't that That's hard. Right. That's right. So, but That's this right. Whole, yeah, so this whole you're not doing your part thing, is there really a place for that? Because, like you said, you know, you said you're going to walk around feeling like, you know, if you're not doing your own part, you're sort of under threat, right? So that mm-hmm. doesn't feel good. That doesn't feel good. Not at all. Not mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure some people out there that that feel that way today, and, and my heart goes out to them. Uh, but the main thing that I would like to say is don't allow it to destroy your self-esteem. Yes. Because a, a lot of times we go into our, ourselves and say, what's wrong with me? Right. You know, why can't uh-huh. he find that sexy whatever, whatever he got going on within me? Right. And I, I just say don't get caught up into other people's stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Although I, think I that's so, yeah. I do too. Although I do think that that's very common, and I and I can certainly understand how someone would walk away from that feeling that way, you know. Mm-hmm. Be- especially if you know if it's hidden, or if it sort of becomes a substitute to, you know, sort of healthy sexual relations in a relationship. You know, if you find out that your man is having some 
self-fulfilling kind of fun, but you guys aren't getting it on too much yourself in the bedroom. So then you realize that this is sort of a substitute for you, you know? So, and which makes me also think about men and how they behave like when you're out in public. Um, you know, because you got some guys who will sort of break their neck to check out other women, regardless of who they're with, and then mm-hmm. you got some guys who don't engage in that kind of behavior at all. You know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you know, we we say men, but it's across the board. It could go either way. So true, to, true. To my sisters out there who doesn't have a problem with porn, hold that thing down, girl, and you know, do your part. Hold it down. <laughs> but, uh, this is our show for today, guys. This has been Psych with Sherelle Hicks and Carrie Nickel, produced and broadcast by Zeus Radio Network for Here Women Talk.